Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. Have you ever come across a brand or a person that says one thing and then does another? In the digital world where everyone is trying so hard to keep up or compete, I'd like for you to take on another approach. No matter where you are on your business journey, whether you're just starting out or you have been at it for a little while, this episode is to remind you the importance of exuding authenticity from the inside out. Katherine Thompson at Creatively Owned is a copywriting coach with over 15 years of marketing experience. In today's episode, I will share with you four guidelines Katherine wrote on how to create an authentic brand. Are you ready for a little story time? Let's dive right in. Have you ever caught yourself wondering how you can create an authentic brand that fully captures the essence of who you are so that your audience knows the real you? Well, you aren't alone. Authenticity is such a buzzword, and it's one of the first things I often hear from people who are building a personal brand. Catherine, how do I show up and own my authentic voice so that my audience sees the real me? Sound familiar? Well, before I share some valuable tips for how to build an authentic brand, I want to share the one thing most people forget about and what it's actually costing their brand. I was recently approached by a fairly big brand, multiple seven-figure or so they say in their messaging, who was looking for a copywriter. They slipped into my DM saying, we received your name from someone recommending you as a copywriter, and we are looking to hire someone to write content for us. I was eager to respond, as you probably already know, I love to write and create content, but not just any content. I love representing brands, organizations, or solopreneurs with a mission, story, and a desire to create change. And from what I could see looking in, what I call the front-facing part of your brand, was a brand that claimed to represent sisterhood, community, sacred space, and connection. So I responded, thank you for connecting with me. I'm delighted about the referral and I'd love to learn more about the opportunity. And then I waited. A week turned into two and then three. It actually completely slipped my mind until about a month later, I received a follow-up message. Sorry for the late response. We are still looking for a copywriter. Do you mind writing some pieces for us so we can assess if you are a good fit? The pieces they wanted me to write were the following. 
an email sequence for their upcoming launch, a blog post, some social media posts. I have a few issues with this interaction, request, and experience, but since we are talking about authenticity, let's just focus on that. Whenever I assess who I want to work with, I watch to see if their words match their actions. To me, that's being authentic. In this particular instance, something felt off for me. The front-facing part of the brand represented sisterhood, community, and connection. But nothing about this interaction felt that way. In fact, it felt very impersonal and void of any real connection. It also never addressed my initial comment. I'd love to learn more about the opportunity. Hashtag red flag. Instead, I got a watered-down apology and a request to write a bunch of content for free. This interaction is part of what I call the back-facing part of your brand. It's the part of your brand that isn't fully seen by your audience, and it's the part of the brand that most businesses forget about until the cracks start to show. Typically, that happens as brands grow and become a big name. Let's take the recent backlash that Ellen DeGeneres came under after multiple staff members came forward saying that the internal culture is toxic and doesn't represent what the world sees, the funny, friendly, and caring celebrity. I love Ellen, so this news crushed me a bit, but I'm not totally surprised. Why? Most brands spend so much time creating this specific type of appeal for their audiences, aka money in the bank and front-facing, that they forget to create the same culture, look, and feel on the inside, aka money going out of the bank and back-facing. Another great example is Rachel Hollis. After she announced her divorce, she received backlash as well. Now, before you respond by saying, she has every right not to share this with her audience, or something along those lines, hear me out. The Hollises built their entire brand around being authentic and unapologetic. They asked their audience to show up and own their truth no matter what. And they painted a picture and sold people on on how happy and healthy their marriage was and how to keep it that way. Until one day, it wasn't. But for my married folk out there, you and I both know you don't wake up one day and get divorced. Most times you hear people say, it was a long time coming. Something Dave Hollis acknowledged on social media. So when you are profiting off your story, but it's not really your story, it's inauthentic. And that's the last thing you want, is for people to feel duped or see you as fake, right? So here are a few ways to create an authentic brand. Number one, don't be two-faced. What you see is what you get from all angles in your business. How you treat paying customers should be the way you treat your employees, aka internal customers. Basically, don't have two faces. The culture you portray externally should be the same as 
internally, no matter who is interacting with your brand, they get the same experience. Number two, don't be a sellout. In the media world, people buy stories all the time. It's a profit-first approach. Don't sell a story that isn't true. People evolve and things change, but as they do, it's important to ensure you aren't telling a story that doesn't reflect your brand and what it represents. Number three, be open and vulnerable. This is a hard one, I know. It's not easy for me to share vulnerably, so I totally get it. But the more we can share openly about what's going on in our business, the more it allows people to see a real picture of what's going on instead of a curated one. For example, sharing behind the scenes, including your failures and successes, and owning your mistakes and how you are growing on this journey. We aren't perfect, so a perfectly curated picture isn't authentic. Number four, honor your people. Your business, aka brand, isn't solely built by you. Your people, both your employees, contractors, as well as your audience, make up your brand too. Honor them. Show them gratitude Thank them for being here in a real and genuine way. Thank you for listening to How to Create an Authentic Brand written by Katherine Thompson at Creatively Owned. In this episode, you learned about four guidelines to help you create an authentic brand. You heard about the red flags brands can give off even when it's unintended, which is why it's so important to create a strong culture from the inside out. We talked about how being open and honest about where you are on your journey is what will connect you the most to the people who need you. Katherine Thompson is the face behind Creatively Owned. Katherine used her 15 years of corporate marketing experience to chase her creative passions. She now proudly owns a custom winery and photography business. But along the way, she found out how much she really enjoyed helping other entrepreneurs grow. And she does this by teaching them how to attract their ideal clients through their messaging. To learn more about working with Catherine or the awesome freebies she has to help you get your message out there, head on over to this episode's show notes to find links back to her blog, Creatively Owned. Inspired by Catherine's words, I wanted to share a little bit about where I am currently at in life and business. If I'm being totally honest, I'm still very much figuring out exactly how to show up in a way that is honest and valuable to you. I'm in the midst of getting my real estate license to help my husband with our real estate investing. I'm also homeschooling my littles and a little neighborhood friend of ours. And starting next week, I will lead a few new students through my newest program, Eight Weeks of Action. My plate feels a little full and I'm still working on getting all of the systems implemented to help things run a little more smoothly. The days don't always go as planned, but I do promise to keep showing up and serving you here the best way that I can. I appreciate having you here so much. And if you've been enjoying the show, please let me know by leaving a review. 
The show is still new, it's still growing, so every subscribe, rating, and review helps get the show into the ears of more people who may really need it. Thank you again so much for being here today. As always, my name is Caitlin, I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.